Hey, everybody, it's John. And thanks to everybody who helps us out every week by going to patreon.com slash steal this beer and throwing a couple of bucks away so that we can mail beers to our guests and have some fun conversations resulting from that. So uh, if you're not already, go check it out. It's patreon.com slash steal this beer. Uh, as Cass says, a little bit goes a long way and we appreciate the support. Now, here come the sirens. Steal This Beer, a candid weekly discussion about beer, over beer, by a couple of guys that think about beer way too much. Hey y'all, it's 5 o'clock on Monday and we are stealing beer. I am Augie Carton. Hey, I'm John Hall. We are off the rails already, and I love which, it. Which is, we haven't done an episode two where we actually drank an episode one in quite some time. I don't think that's true at all. I think, is that like basically what we did uh, for weeks and weeks and weeks? See, I, I was so impressed with our constraint, and I think it was the overwhelming number of trying to get like six or seven done a day. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like our, our, our mistake is believing we can do three. I think we have to do two or 10. And I think 10 puts a little bit of the old, wait, we actually know how to drink in us and, we, and we're careful. It right. also helps if you forget to tell the guests to bring beer. Um, Happened once. Big time once, though. Big yeah, time it's once. Fine. Though. It's fine. We made up for it. Um, we did. We had, we had the high class stuff. So allow Brian us Cass is here. Justin Kennedy is here. And well, Cass is zooming, but. Derek Edinger of Bre- Edinger of Brewery Ardennes is with us. That's that's tough to say altogether. Derek Edinger <laughs> Brewery Ardennes. Uh, Imagine if this Derek was show Simon. five. Yeah. Mm. I think I think it's because my eyes saw Ardennes as I was reading Edinger, and I tried to make it Edinens. Anyway, no big deal. Welcome aboard, dude. So hey, thanks for having me. Ardennes suggests Belgian. Are you Belgian, or is your brewery, or both? Uh, yeah, the latter. Yeah. We always get asked like, you know, what the tie-in is, but love Belgian beer and decided to go with a whole, a whole theme, uh, the beer, the food, the, the barn, the setting and, uh, Arden is after the region in Belgium. So most important first question, do you cook your French fries twice? Absolutely. Is there any uh, other way? Nice yeah, say. there are, there are, but it's there's just no not the correct Belgian yeah. way. All right. So, so, so far we're still on board with your entire business model based solely on that fact. So we can explore <laughs> deeper from here. Well done. What kind of oil do you use for your fries? Ooh, uh, well, it's, it's canola oil. I'm not sure. Oh, be correct. Probably, answers are probably tallow some sort of followed fat. By peanut. Uh, yeah, probably. Tallow followed by peanut. I will accept, I'll accept American grade fry oil since we are a Cisco world these days. <laughs> um, that's awesome. So you're in what I would consider upstate New York, the Finger Lakes? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Right um, so like the, I associate Finger Lakes with wine, obviously, although I know you have a neighbor other half and the whole bunch of beer people are up there these days. Um. Paul, is Saranac up there? What am I thinking of that was like that first 90s? Sure. Yeah, Saranac's in, in Utica, not too far away. I mean, Ithaca Brewing was kind of early on the scene. We've heard of them. Yeah. Well, we know one of their beers. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they, I mean, I, 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 in thinking about New York State beer history, the city was a little slow to come on. Um, Long Island, a little slow to come on, but, but, upstate and finger lakes i think going back to the 90s had like a decent little beer community culture going on is that is that fair derek yeah i mean i think you think you had like the places like ithaca you had like Rohrbox up in rochester um and uh but i mean it's it's been like warp speed in the last 10 years i mean the numbers i heard was um you know 10 years ago the whole state of new york had like 50 breweries and now it's over 500. So it's just exploding. And, and a yeah. big part of it's in the Finger Lakes kind of upstate region. What do you attribute that to? 
Uh, I mean, a lot of it was, um, a lot of it, as boring as it is, is like licensing and stuff like that. I mean, anyone who has a brewery knows that that's a real pain in the butt. And they decided that what um, New York State did for the wineries back in the 70s, um, you know, to kind of loosen up some of that, let these small independent farm wineries open up and prosper. They basically decided just to copy the same thing and do it for breweries, you know, uh, promote tourism, you know, require some locally used ingredients to be used in your beers. Um, and then, you know, back off some of the, you know, arduous, like, you know, liquor license kind of requirements. And, and that I think is probably the biggest thing that let it really explode. You're so That's mad awesome. already, Augie. I can hear it. Can you hear me seething? That's <laughs> your hatred for New Jersey's antiquated beer laws. Yes, I can. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, it could be so nice. It could just be so nice. But the the state being pro brewer friendly is there is there a certain appeal to the Finger Lakes region uh, as a brewer? Yeah, I mean, I think you can. I mean, obviously, we're, we're we're piggybacking on a lot of the agritourism that was here already with the wineries, so you kind of already have this established sort of you know tourism uh, base that you can kind of be be part of. You know, there's all these uh, wine trails. And then I think, you know, the, the brewers really take it to heart to use as much, you know, locally produced ingredients as possible. And it's, it's nice for that to be like, you know, literally in your backyard, if it can be. Um, so that, you know, tie between like the ingredients in the land and the agritourism. I think all the pieces were, were here. That's cool. Yeah, that is very cool. Um, so when you, so are you, so I think what you were talking about is what we on the show based on all our friends that have one referred to as the farm brewing license. Is that the kind of license you're using? Are you trying to get all New York state or being Belgian? Does that work against you to Belgian inspired, whatever, does that work against <laughs> you in some way? Um, we, we, we try to be a little bit of, you know, best of all worlds, which is what a lot of the breweries around here do. Um, we do have a New York farm brewers license. Um, we also okay. have a regular microbrewers license and you find a lot of places will have, will have both, you know, that, that lets them make some beers you know, using all local ingredients, but then also gives them a, with the other license the creativity to kind of do what they, you know, do what they want. For us, you know, it's Belgians, you know, for other people trying to do, you know, hazy IPAs, you know, it still allows you to use those, those West Cop, West Coast hops. Yep. Yep. That's neat. Um, so let's get back into the restaurant part of it. Cause that's, I mean, I don't know, man. So John and I've been doing a lot of traveling and getting around and talking to people, but you know, Jersey's laws have, kind of pocketed pigeonholed me in certain ways that would never work. But I've often said to people that had I been able to do the, um, the kind of dogfish have model of making beers and making food that goes with the beers and beers that go with the food and figuring it all out. And then blowing it up a couple of years later to mass production was attractive to me. And recently John and I have been hanging out with a bunch of amazing brewers. One of the most amazing with, of is uh todd down at goodward who's really what we would call a brew pub in new jersey but making amazing beers and amazing food that go together and that gives him the ability to figure out what to send out into the world so all the beers sent out in the world he knows has a fit because it fit into the restaurant are you try? you know what i mean or how much of that are you experiencing like as you do belgium with belgian food how much are you like this is one i could take much beyond the boundaries of the Finger Lakes region, if that made sense kind of thing. Are you using it for that kind of launching pad or are you just kind of a locals pub restaurant place? You know what I mean? Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, a little bit of a little bit of both. I mean, uh, mostly, I mean, I think we kind of follow a model a lot of places around here. I mean, it, it's hard to avoid, you know, that uh, the tasting room revenues that you can make is is is, you know, the biggest money maker, or at least it's the most profitable, and they can choose to sort of stop there, or you know, do take it even further. Um, and I think where it's nice, you know, to go beyond kind of the brew pub model is that you know, thanks to these uh, wonderful uh, mobile canning companies that uh, hey, so well. He's um, not even they... on right now. He's not <laughs> even on right now. He's zooming oh, the man. fate of canning in North America right now. I, I'll, anyway, have to save, I'll have to save that for later. That's right. <laughs> um, but, you know, with, with mobile Trust canning, me, being his friend gives you no benefit. I want to uh, try. 
Bummer. Anyway, oh, well. <laughs> w- w- wasted breath. <laughs> and the fact that, you know, um, one of the other benefits in, in New York State is, is um, you know, below a certain size, you can direct distribute. Um, right. So with those two enabling factors, then you can, you know, you can take beer beyond your walls. And so, you know, so there's certainly some places, like you mentioned, other half who, um, you know, they're going to make all their money on distribution and, and the, you know, the tasting room can kind of be this little mecca that you can make your pilgrimage to every now and then. Um, it, we don't have that kind of aspiration, um, but it, it kind of allows us to have this, this destination that you can have this real experience. And, you know, we can do a little bit of regional distribution too, which is a nice marketing tool and a little bit of extra revenue, um, you know, in the slow season or just get exposure like what is what is this you know uh, beer I just saw on the shelf? You know, let me let me go check this place out. Nice, that's fun. Um, all right, so let's talk about glass well. What brings us together on steal this beer is a candid conversation of beer, what it is, not what we thought it would be, what it's doing, not what we were told it would do, and when we would drink it if we were sitting on it in our cellars. To facilitate that, John and I drink blind out of black glasses. Um. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Justin yeah. Justin does the private amazing custom wrapping to obfuscated from us. Derek, <laughs> yours is yours is obfuscated and you're drinking out of an opaque glass as well. Yes, I am. Then jump in the game. Um this is going down fast and easy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, these are so, nice ones. Oh, you're hmm. not uh I keep I keep loving it and then really ending up meh on it. And it's almost binary. It's almost every other sip. It's like too sweet for what it, it feels like it wants to be yep. a lager, but it's too sweet. And then meh, maybe it's interestingly sweet. Maybe there's something to it that it's too sweet. And it feels like there's some sugar in there, like corn syrup that was too easy for the yeast to get through. And that's why it's, I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I don't not like it. What, it's what was interesting the old you said Yeah. Okay. I don't hate it, but we so so Derek, you weren't with us on our last episode with Joey Pepper. But we had a sweet beer that ended really dry, followed by a beer that was too sweet for John, um, but sweet enough for me for style. And this one seems to be right down a channel of like, I can't figure out what the sugar is. Like, if you told me there was no malt or minimal malt in this and it was some other fermentation product, I, you know what I mean? Like, not like a meat or a cider, but if you're like, hey, we made this out of, I don't know, rice, corn, and sorghum, I'd be like, oh, it's a great <laughs> gluten-free beer, right? Because mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like it's fake in any way, but it just doesn't feel... I don't know. It's um, not bad. I just, no. like I said, it just, it keeps flipping on me. So this is, the sweetness is there, but I'm not finding it flabby like I did for some of the others in the past. Well, I think it's lower um, alcohol. That Maybach was pretty fucking boozy with that sugar, which I think is how it ended up flabby on you. Um, But the, there's a little bit of that sweetness uh, that that comes through. Originally, I was thinking like Blondale, right? Because it just has that sort of old school, you know, this is our... Give me slightly... one. Give me one to compare because Blondales are never this sweet to me. Okay. Uh, it'll come. I don't know. It's just in my mind. That's where I went. Boddington's? And... No, 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 no. Um, although this has... This has uh, a little bit of that neat hot bitterness right in the middle um, that breaks up that sweetness on the palate for me. And it just kind of shows up mid palate. Uh, it has a little bit of that, you know, I, not even like light struck, but like just a little bit of like that grassy, um, uh, nondescript old school brewer hops of just like we put hops in like generic kind of thing. <laughs> um, and um, but we it, grabbed it, that old hop shaker and just but, shook the hops. But in my mind, <laughs> I traveled again to some of the recent travels and I was at, you know where this would have been great. Um, I, I, I was thinking of a, a different crawfish boil that I went to, but when we were at spicy boys in Nashville and standing around uh, the table of crawfish as they were coming out, mm. something like this with a little bit of like that salty, 
a little bit of that, like that, that, that old bay or whatever seasoning that they were. It, it was definitely an was an old bay. I know, but but it had unless that, old that, bay that, has a triple X. I don't know about that. Was but it is spicy that, fucking sauce. But it was really good. This would be, and and the sun was beating down on us. Everybody was getting a little sunburned. Uh, the drinks were flowing. This in a plastic cup. Uh, with that, the, the air was getting hot. The beer was getting flat. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but yeah, Derek, what, here's what, my what, problem okay. with what you're saying. I think I, I see what you mean because we were that was a an embarrassment of luxuries on that afternoon because, I mean, fuck, there was a never ending amount of Blackberry Farm saison. There was all, but you know what I ended up drinking the most of there was shilling. Yep. Um. And their lagers because it just it just jived for me perfectly. So you may be exactly right for this. This one feels too sweet for me, but maybe that spicy caliente. Yeah, I, I want it. Uh, crawfish boil would have made this sweetness welcome. Um. Hmm. Yeah. No. It's like I said. I don't not like it. It's fine. Um, I want to hear what Derek thinks though. I was going to ask Derek what he thinks. Don't cut me yeah, off. Yeah. It's. <laughs> It, it, the, the, the sweetness is kind of uh it's kind of puzzling right um you know it's it's uh you know it, it's definitely a lager like it's not an ale this way otherwise it'd be more kind of fruity and then i'm thinking well if it's sweet maybe it's got like a little bit of a little bit of corn in it but then corn can sometimes be you, know, you get that little kind of twangs sometimes cattiness to it you know the sweet kind of comes and it goes and it finishes kind of clean it's nice and light um i don't know so i'm guessing it's so corn so Derek, in my mind, there's three types of corn. There's corn syrup, maize, you know, flaked corn that we use for brewing as a grain. And then there's that horrible corn taste smell of the fermentation of a lager like palm. Yeah. Um, Ooh, I, yeah. I feel like this is more than like i think i listed corn syrup though you know what i mean like i i feel like i don't feel like this is a hey we made a pre uh pre-prohibition 10 percent maize american lager i feel like this is we threw some corn syrup in here you know, fuck you, Budweiser, or fuck you, <laughs> Miller, or whatever it is. The joke I make these days when I serve lagers at kind of the the less geeky fests is this is the beer we think Bud would make if they didn't hate you. Um, and I feel like this is somebody trying to make that joke. You know what I mean? Like, this is the Negro Modelo would make if they didn't hate America. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like, or I feel like there's almost like caro syrup in the fermentation if you will uh but either way like i said it doesn't bother me and it doesn't end super sweet it's like you know those terms we've talked about along the way john like hop creep and mm -hmm. seasonal creep i feel yes. like there's a sweetness creep going on in the days of hazies where we're just accepting like maybe somebody would have to do the real math but like half a play-doh finishing gravity higher on all styles Okay. No. That's a lot of words. Um <laughs> well, they're all words with specific all meaning. Words. Are you confused? No, Derek no, can I, explain it to you. He's a brewer. I'm a I'm this I'm just I'm not mad at it. Like I, I feel oh. like this is one of those ones where Yeah, no, I like I like your story. Derek, where would you drink this? Yeah. Yeah, I it's easy drinking. I mean it, it's I wouldn't say it's it's you know super distinct and memorable, but you know, that's not necessarily like bad thing like i could see this thing like hey if, even if this got a little bit warmer on that on that hot day that you guys were talking about it would still go down well as opposed to you know a big mass-produced american beer that's that's yeah, uh, no, not going to improve with good temperature point. good point Derek. like yeah this thing this thing sessions up into the 50s yeah. i think that's a really good point all right so maybe that's its strength maybe it's like you ran out of ice in the cooler pick that one <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh um, man. All right. Well, people run out of ice, John. It happens. Uh, it. I, Not everybody's the beer boy scout you are. I. You know. Oh, yeah. Be prepared, John Hall. All right. So, uh, Justin is Kennedy, going to tell us what we're drinking. Uh, yeah, this is from your own state. This is New Jersey. I can't understand it. Whoa, Justin. 
you guys are not, not a single word. Oh, hey, Brian Cass, what are we drinking? You Brian are Cass. drinking the infamous Guap, El Guapo from uh, Alternate Ending Brewing in New Jersey, Alternate Ending Beer Company in New Jersey, Mexican style lager. So, El Guapo? El Guapo. The infamous. There's a pretty big space on this label here between in and famous. I, I so wait. They call famous. themselves infa- inf- infamous on the label. Infamous. That's a daring move. Um, El Wapo is from the Three Amigos, right? Yeah, I think this I is. I love a, El Wapo. Um, alternate ending in Aberdeen, New Jersey, um, Mexican lager. Uh, is there an ABV on here? I don't see it. Yeah, f- five point four. It, it goes down pretty easy for five. Sure, oh five four. It's right there on the front. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, um, all right. I, does it say if they if they've adjuncted it with any sugar? It it, it doesn't. Nothing. Yeah. There's not a lot of okay. not a lot of info on there. But um, hmm. uh, their brewer's a nice well, guy. Moved, moved from Kansas us. all the way to Jersey to brew beer. They're near us, so I can ask them. Should go um, in. They have food. I haven't made it yet. I'd like to go. Um, I can testify for their food because one of my favorite restaurants runs there. So they're there. So remember the discussion. Just right having? Yeah, they're a brew pub, not a brewery. So they are Tallulah's food team, and we all know Tallulah's is fucking rock star. Yes. And uh, I got to get in there to drink their beers and say hi to some old friends. Cool. You remember my old Zoe? She's I, working I... there. She's still yeah. Zoe, but yes. Yeah, but she's my old Zoe. She's their young Zoe. Um, but uh, uh, all right, yeah, I. Well, I that's awesome. Maybe I, I'll I go visit Zoe this... and talk about what what when they do their this... when they do their crawfish boil uh, it, oh, in the hot dude. parking lot sun. That's when we're gonna go. That would be can we, can we have like a very small umbrella just to make 50 it happen? pounds of crawfish Please. in this beer, Justin. Add value, Justin. Um. All right, to steal so, this beer, low country boil. Nice. In Aberdeen. At alternate um, ending. Don't tell them we're coming. And <laughs> just get some crawdads delivered. We're gonna sell tickets and everybody's gonna sh- everybody's gonna show up. And it's gonna be great. I think they might be a, a brewing view. Are they a movie theater? Can you yes. watch can we you watch can. the three amigos there? You can watch movies there. They do announce that on their social. Do they do the media. Three Amigos with El Wapo? Because if I it here's the truth. They if you want to design a perfect Augie day, let me drink about four five point six Mexican lovers lagers called. There it is. Lovers. Before, lovers. Yeah. Before you lock me in a theater and let me watch the Three Amigos, and I will fucking have some fun. That sounds like a good night out. Let's I feel that. like I feel like you would have to be the only one in that movie theater because you talking through the movie would I probably be a bridge a too far for folks. I never talk during a movie. Unless it's Princess Bride and I'm just saying what they're saying. Okay. Um, um all right, let's get back to Derek. You've distracted yes, me. So Derek, when we do when you say we are Belgian, are you mm-hmm. like all the way Belgian? Are you doing one through fours and blondes and whites and so on and so forth? What, how Belgian is your Belgian? Yeah, I think I think with with that example, then I was like, ah, check the box off. We do that. Yeah, we do that. We do that. <laughs> yeah, I think you know, um, pretty pretty try to do pretty true to style. You know, I, I kind of think of like what is like the preeminent version of you know this style, like a blonde or a double or a triple, and and try to make that version um which i wish i think people appreciate you know there, there's there's still you know kind of the desire out there for people who are kind of into that kind of style and there's not a whole lot of belgian focused breweries around us but you know we, we, we do feel you know the the pressure for the you know kind of what else is sort of hot so then we will do our belgian twist on you know what else is sort of popular these days so we do a belgian hazy ipa you know you can't we're not all IPAs, but you can't. So wait, are you IPAs. are you pitching are you pitching Ardennes onto wheat and citra? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you gotta you gotta have you gotta have something for you know a little little taste of something that to bring those uh, non-Belgian drinkers uh, over over the threshold. So you That's know, uh, and, and hey, you know, fruit fruit is sours uh, came from Belgium. So uh, you know, we do some lighter you know kettle style sours that kind of. Get people kind of in the door and then here try this uh try this uh find this red or this lambic and kind of nice. ease them into it yeah it's fun 
It's fun. John, there so I need my historian writer yes, here. There was a phase where people were in the in the Cascade and Crystal Malts days trying to pitch Belgian on IPAs and calling them B IPAs, right? Who who, uh, who, there who was. was doing that? Who was doing that? And did any of them work? And do I know any of them without knowing what they are? I, I don't know if any of them ever actually took off and worked. Um I mean the 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 low hanging fruit these days is Oma Gang uh now is making almost exclusively hazies yeah. and um which just breaks my breaks my heart. Um well I mean where where do you go after the Game of Thrones series? That's right, I forgot that they did that. Once um, once you co brew with HBO, there's nowhere to go but hazy, right? Uh I I, I guess so. But but uh, in thinking about Oma Gang and the the tradition, well, wait. Why that, do you say what, Oma Gang? How how long would it take you, Keith, to drive from from Ardennes to uh, Portland, Maine, and a small little brewery there that does a lot of Belgian stuff in a classical, more traditional thing, in my opinion? Right, right. I don't know. Eight hours, ten hours. Yeah, so far, so far yeah, so enough, cool. far enough that it's worth making your own local version, but not so far that you can't learn from the masters, right? I think it's funny, John, that your brain goes to Oma Gang in this discussion because mine goes right to Allagash. Yeah, but but my thought for Derek and Oma Gang is that he they, should team up with Showtime and Jesus do a Christ. Dexter beer. They they they, <laughs> uh, they they did lay a certain groundwork in putting Belgian beers into the consciousness of certain drinkers. And even though at the scale that they were at, or for whatever reason, uh, it wasn't attainable. I, I, I wonder if, Derek, you've seen being an upstate, um, if there is a consumer base that is grateful that you're there because they're not getting the beers that they used to be able to get from, from Oma Gang. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I think people sort of want that. And, and you know, although, you know, the, those classic beers from Oma Gang, you know, like the Abbey and the Hennepin and the Three Philosophers and everything, they're all still there, but, you know, they're kind of, you know, maybe in the shadow of all the other things that they're doing. Yeah, but they also um, make like a chocolate Three Philosophers now, which yeah, is just yeah. like, let's, let's call it out what that is, just sad. I, I think I think people people want it. I mean, people want something that's 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 local. That was me sanitizing myself, by the way. I was trying to think of the of the real word that I wanted to I, use. I was this, chocolate I three was, philosophers is a real this thing. Close to a make oh my gang great again joke when you were in the middle of it, but I wanted to hear what word you went with, so I stopped. <laughs> Sorry, Derek. Yeah, and I think um, I mean th th those are good guys. We just did a collab with them actually um, a couple months ago. Um, so their their heart is still definitely in in the in the Belgian beer. It's a Marlboro um, fluff quad. Yeah, we 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 stay pretty traditional. That was I guess maybe that was my hand in it. Okay, um, John, yeah, don't forget that quads are sugar added beers. Like where are. that sugar comes from is is a yeah. fun game to play. Sure. Anyway, go on. I'm sorry. Go on. Yeah. Um, no, what think, did you I do with them? Tell a... us more about. Yeah. That. What? Yeah, I want to hear more about that beer. Yeah. So we we made a a collaboration saison. Um, uh, their saison is Hedepin, of course. So it, we called it Ardenepin. Uh, very clever. <laughs> clever. I like it. I like um, it. Dantes we, would be proud. <laughs> so we, we kind of smashed our two recipes together. Um, you know, they contributed their yeast strain from the Hennepin, which is uh, really uh, like cool. very, you know fruity and spicy. They brought that up to our place, and then the recipe, rest of the recipe, we just sort of came up with some new stuff. Uh, we you know we both spice it, which is traditional, but we said, hey, like. Neither of us had ever used lemon peel. We'll use lemon peel instead of orange peel. Um, we wanted to sort of focus on our New York roots. You know, we're both in New York. We're, we're both kind of in these old barns. So we made it 100% uh, New York beer, all the ingredients. Um, and so because, like you're saying, the you know, Belgian beers have sugar in them. Well, there's not not much cane, sugar cane growing here. So we, we used some locally produced honey instead. Oh, wow. And it, it came out really well. That's nice. cool. 
And, and, and I know that they you can still do those beers. You might have just saved for John Hall. I know, seriously, <laughs> because I know that they know how to do those beers, and I know that that is part of oh, yeah. their DNA. And I understand that there are, you know, that there's been changing consumer shifts and everything. But when, you know, you start seeing like, like what is it like, you know, like unicorn hazy or something like I forget like what their hazy beer that they put out there, um, like neon hug. Really is that a thing? Want it to be. I think it's called neon hug. Is that Justin? Is that right? Justin's not here right now. Derek, is that right? I I, I don't I haven't heard of that one. Obviously, Neon Rainbows. So, I think that's our biggest brand. Neon Rainbows. Okay, so I like, think yeah, that's so, right. Yeah. Yeah. John, can you hear me? Uh, yeah. Now we can. Um, okay, but it's it, it you know for so long and and that beer was so formidable. I think for so many drinkers of a certain age to see them sort of go this other way. It, it's nice to hear that they're still doing saisons and trying to embrace that style you know because oh, yeah. you know i mean chocolate three philosophers was just it's just sad it just i was, I I was, love, depressed. I I was so depressed after having it. i think i what, i think i like, knew i like, had this button to push but I, I i'm glad i'm glad you're refreshing it for me i'm gonna bring this up quite often from now. good thanks yeah um my dark moments alone in right. my office with <laughs> just a bottle with drinking just a, Hershey's syrup three philosophers. It is I a it. I have a, a single naked light bulb that hangs over my desk that sort of moves with <laughs> the air and I just sit hunched over. Used for both candling chicken eggs and judging oh my gang beers. So tell me <laughs> this how big is your system, Keith? I, it's uh, ten barrel, so and you know. I don't know anything about it. So Oma Gang falls into a weird phase of the where I'm fully aware of them as important in their existence, but they're kind of like rogue. Like I always knew they were there, I always knew they were pushing boundaries, but somehow I never clicked with their distribution or something to really get knowledge of how big are they? I mean, they're a brew system, thirty to fifty barrel, but. Okay. You know, they're yeah. also part of this, you know, bigger company now, Duval Morcott. So like, right. in the, at least in the U.S., like yeah, they're, they're brewing making, a lot of. Yeah, they're making beer out in Kansas City at, at Boulevard, like under okay. the Omega brand. And, and I think similarly, like they're making some some Duval beers in Cooperstown along with maybe some Boulevard beers here. So they're like, you know, they're definitely this. And Firestone like, Walker's in that family, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Firestone Walker. But, so yeah. but my question is, when they come to brew with you on a 10. Like, how much fun is the exchange of info there, right? Because I, I, you basically put them where I thought they would be, which is, a, you know, that's, that's a very fucking different business, 50 barrels at a time versus 10. Um, yeah, I mean, I think... Like, I think how, how, what's like that it, exchange right? like? What's that dialogue like? Obviously, brewers are brewers, and I love this idea of them bringing you their, their yeast and pitching it, but what's that brew day like for the, the information flow exchange? Like, what do you pick up from them and what are they fascinated by about being in a little spot? I mean, I think there's clearly some, you know, nostalgia there for them, right? Cause you know, they, they kind of rose up through these, through their careers and in, in smaller breweries and, you know, and they have a pilot system in, in Cooperstown. So it's kind of like, they like to be back where the hands on, you know, and, and you know, like their, it was their head brewer, and their pilot brewer, and you know, the head brewers is probably more like managing people than actually brewing. So I think that's kind of that's kind of fun for them, um, yeah. you know. And they can kind of take those risks and, and do those kinds of things. Um, but then you know they have to see like, well, what what it's like at the smaller scale. You know, we don't have all the kind of you know fancy equipment and, and bells and whistles, but you know they they still know how to sort of you know do it at the smaller scale. And uh, I mean, collaborations are great. I mean, I. I think there's there's few big egos I've met in this industry and people are, are information sharing. Like I was I was happy that I kind of felt like we showed them a few things that we did that, oh, that's different. Like we should add that to our yeah. system. Or obviously we we learned a lot from them too. But um, you know, when you love when you love doing this, you just kind of lo love looking at how different people do stuff and different tips and tricks. Yeah, no doubt. That's 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 what I was that's what I was plumbing there. That's I love that's it. the fun give and take, especially yeah. especially since this was a dead name brewery to john hall and you've revived it now. <laughs> he's reinvigorated I'm, there is I'm, there is like the faintest of a pulse it's like we got a pulse and john, john's like wait they Beep. made a saison i know i got excited <laughs> about that because every time they reach so, out they're so like let's, oh let's have you had our saison our strawberry me, for syrup me, this is fun yeah. for me for me this is where the fun is so so i'm assuming you did most the actual work to get the brew day ready because you hosted but so what was like 
like how did you source grains to brew with Omegang? Like, did you did you go for classic Belgians through one of the Euro brokers, or did no, you? No, this was. I mean, part of what Wicked Local because yeah, we, that was part of what we wanted to do is we want to. I mean, it's 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 New York saison's like a farmhouse beer, right? So right. sourced everything from New York State, and we went to most of our you know typical providers for our New York State farm beers. Uh, the one exception was we had to go on a hunt for honey, which is kind of cool. You know, someplace I could produce a whole lot of it that we needed for this style. But, you know, those, those, those guys were, they were rolling with their sleeves and, you know, we, we, we don't have fancy conveyors and stuff like that. So they're, they're putting those 55 pound bags over their shoulder, <laughs> jumping them up in the mill with us and, you know, getting that, that, the, you know, the, the shovel and help shovel out the mash tons. So. so you broke the back of some button pushers. I hear this story. <laughs> I, I can read between yep. these lines. Hey, Cass. Um, well, first, Keith, you have. Cass might actually be on a cannon call beer? right now. Wait, but do you have a couple of cans of this beer up there, Keith, or, or cans or bottles, however you packaged it? Yeah, we got we got a few cans left. We can uh, right. set aside for you Cass, guys. Well, I, I will gladly take one because I'm a lover of fun, but more I want to make sure <laughs> Hall gets a can of this. So I was going to ask Cass to to be our mule between you and Hall since he does business with you. But uh, John and I keep threatening to come up to somewhere like your part of the woods and do some shows up there. So maybe we'll get up there for maybe that. We will, John, yeah. we, we're almost out of time and we haven't even looked at glass too. Our so residency in Rochester is coming too? up soon. Um, Are we Rochester? Are we really? Yeah. Sure. When? I got to, I got to block out some time. All right. We, we, we talked about this a little bit. Oh, good. That was I sober. Nope. Uh, we're going to do, we're going to, we're going to get some train when tickets. We're going to go to Philly. We're going to do a couple of shows in Philly. And then uh, I love the Philly idea. Then we're going to go up to to Buffalo, Rochester, and uh, and do some shows up there. That would be fun. You know where I really want to get though. Don't let it fall off our list. Is um that farm that was on with us in Georgia, Wheatland Springs, down in yeah, uh, down in, in do Kennedy's that. home state of Virginia. We got to do that. All right. Uh, so all right. Business. So Derek, enough cleaning of house. Derek, Here, you glass know, too. Derek, you want to lead glass too? Yeah. Sorry. Do you oh, want to lead the yeah. discussion Thoughts of on glass, glass too, since you're playing the game? Yeah, yeah. Um, another pretty easy drinkable one here. I'm, I'm thinking, uh, you know, this is a little bit more of a, uh, a West Coast uh, mm -hmm. uh, IPA. Although I almost could say pale ale because it's not super, super hoppy, but definitely some, some dank in there. Um, I think it's, it's, uh, it's well balanced. It's got like some sweet, uh, you know, maybe a little bit of caramel malt in there to kind of, you know, balance those hops, but it's not like, it's not like it's burning your mouth with, uh, you know, piney, uh, resiny yeah. West Coast hops. It's kind of the, the sweet with the, with the bitter, um, not, I'm not getting a whole lot of alcohol, which is nice. I mean, this is a, this is a pretty, that's what one. worries me. That's yeah, what worries me. I feel like me. there's alcohol in there, buddy. I feel like you're reading that, <laughs> that wrong. That, no, that's the thing. Like, cause I, I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting the heat, so if it is in there, they 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 hit it well. They hit it behind a whole bunch of sugar, my friend. This can is it's a twelve ounce can uh, that I've been pouring into like the glass, and it is it is almost. This is the kind of beer. This is the kind of beer that he's yeah. been sending us in a stovepipe these last couple of days. Like, <laughs> so in my head, so what's funny is I'm still confused, and I guess I should listen to all of John's other podcasts, but I'm still confused on what Which people one? are calling a West Coast IPA these days because I feel like what I call an East Coast IPA is what they mean as West Coast IPA. But when I first smelled it in taste, I was like, oh, this is going to be somebody's current West Coast. But the more I drank it, it feels half the distance between fresh Maharaja and fresh 90 to me. Like, it feels very... Ooh. It feels very, very, very damn it. Nine percent, nineteen, uh, two thousand and three. This is an IPA, but sweeter. Hey, I want to digress for a second. Is because Maharaja was one of those transformative IPAs. I know for you, and certainly for me, um, and we've we've talked about it in in the past, but. Derek, when you're having a beer like this and mm -hmm. you're thinking about some of those old school IPAs that sort of shaped your your journey, what what's the beer that comes to mind in that you know that that West Coast that sort of bold? I'm Keeping not saying this beer is, is the definitive Colorado beer. I understand. Yeah, ah, yeah. But but is there is there one that stands out in your mind as like, holy shit, this is 
this is going to I mean, change my the direction of my career, my life, my my purpose. I, I was in, uh, I mean, I was in San Francisco for for 16 years. That's that's where I started uh, home brewing and kind of honing my craft. And I felt like the first thing that I brewed that I felt like, wow, I think I really got close to the recipe here was uh, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Um, <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Love so Sierra. I mean, this is. I mean, I this think, is not that though. This no, is no, not at all. Yeah, it's, it's definitely happier. And it's not I mean, torpedo think... either. If it was going to be no. West Coast, I'd make it an Imperial Racer Five. Is there a Racer Ten? Oh, Racer Five! Wow, that's bringing bad memories too. I mean, I feel like with 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 uh, West Coast IPAs, like the whole like IBU level has shifted. Like you can never go back to, um, you know, a Sierra Nevada Pale Ale and call it like an IPA anymore. You call it like I don't know what you call it. So this is definitely hoppier than those two. And I like think ESP. Yeah. It's like you can't go back. <laughs> but uh yeah, I think Research Five is pretty dank and, and pretty dry and bitter. This is maybe somewhere between a Sierra Nevada and a Racer Five, maybe. Yeah. That's what that, I mean. That so I'm here. disagreeing with yeah. you on the low ABV. I'm saying if there was a racer 10, this would be what it tastes uh, like. Yeah, no, this is right. This is this, definitely like I said, one of those if I was gonna is... West Coast this one, I was gonna if I was gonna East Coast it, I'd say 90. If I was going to Colorado, and I'd say Maharaja. And if I was going to West Coast, it, it, it'd be, it's almost like, um, double arrogant bastard, yeah. arrogant bastard without that bitter wallop. Uh, right. What was it? Uh, double but it feels hard very to... old school yeah. to me. It feels super old school to me. Anyway, I'm um, fine. I'm done talking about this. And we've actually, no, run this way over time. No, I, I, I actually no, like, we got just, some more yeah. shit to visit. Uh, so where are we drinking this? I'm drinking this as a booby trap to get John so wasted I don't have to go do whatever he's planned next. Uh, Rockchester. Rockchester. I'm going to get four of these in the ro- and we're John gonna... at Penn Station, and I'm not going to have to go to Rockchester. And we're going to, yeah, we're going to get our garbage plates finally. Um, there is, <laughs> this is one of those Garbage beers. plates I'm bid for, obviously. This is one of those beers where I forget how to act in the world. Yep. And I would that's like, what I'm saying. If I could find this on tap at the tiger, the, all right, you to so meet me exactly, there and hand exactly. you your first. This is where I want to hand you your first before you knew what it was. Be like, here, I got you one. I could own you for the rest of the night. This I is 11:45 a.m. This is 11:45 yeah. a.m. at the tiger, <laughs> and all of a sudden now, like I am sweaty, printing for the path station at 7 p.m., <laughs> completely unaware of what has happened yep, uh, yep. In, in the hours. Uh, Bow tie uh, askew. Um, yeah, this is. I this dig is, this though. I think this is. I um, think that this is a perfect John Hall trap. That the more I think about it, hundred like, percent. This, this would be a fun way to get you in trouble. That's. <laughs> I, I'm always so nice to Justin. I don't know why. Yeah, but unless, what if it's five percent? What Justin if and I are friends. Right? What if, if this is five percent? How many do you need in your life? I don't want this to be five percent. Yeah, me either. No, I'm I don't want this to be five percent. Because that's the thing, right? It's, it's yeah, it's it's like the more the more dangerous beer fest is little beers. <laughs> um yeah. All right, Mr. Kennedy, is your Bluetooth working? Are you there to tell myself and Augie and Derek what it is that we are drinking? I think so. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yay! You sound right. good. This is three Floyd's zombie ice. So it's eight and a half percent. Oh. It's the ice version of their zombie dust. So it's a, a cold IPA. Time. What's uh, ice version mean? I'm not sure. I undead think it's just zombie ice three Floyd's undead double pale ale. Yeah, they're right. Eight point five. Fuck off! Yeah, I'm crafted. Uh, I, I'm not finishing this beer before my kids get home from school. Sure, you are. They're gonna they're gonna think that, that is a bomb. That, Daddy, daddy did it again. Um, crafted with an unholy amount of citra hops, this double undead pale ale heralds the zombie evolution after the dust has settled from the apocalypse. Is is that like a wordplay on some of their other beers? Because I know they do a zombie dust. Yeah, I think. It's is there a zombie apocalypse as well? Is that a beer? No, I don't think so. Zombie ice. Dreef. See, here's a here's the thing. Here's the thing. I real I I I really like this beer. Uh, marketing company kind of sucks. 
Yeah, well, there are they are. So, aren't these the guys that make Dirk Lord? But you know what? But, oh, yeah, Dirk yeah. Lord. It, it so, also comes in a 19.2 ounce can. So. See, that's Justin. what I was saying. Although, had it been in that fucking stovepipe, I'd have been like, Justin's done it again. <laughs> like, Justin, Justin's trying to be nice to you guys. Justin, well, thank the you, marriage Justin. record candidate. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, no doubt. Justin, when, gonna get Dyfus called on you, Kennedy. Yeah. When Derek said, um, when Derek said that it was, uh, what's it called? When Derek said that it was 5%, had this been Ooh. the monster can, I'd have been like, nope, Justin only sells a, sends us poison around 10 in these things. <laughs> but uh, but I, I could have, I was led down that path or or at least willing to entertain it by the little can. Man, that's, but it is good, man. Like you can't, you can't not be impressed. What's I'm funny not mad is at they it. Clearly, that's the thing. I am they not clearly mad at have this. the they have the momentum of their time because that really is a 90s beer flavor in a modern in package yeah that i was super happy to drink right now right like like they clearly have their they know their lane and uh, you know what i mean like this isn't to to go back to what was being said earlier um when i guess be, before before Derek saved you from your hate for Roma Gang forever, this isn't Roma Gang <laughs> making a hazy. This is Dree Floyd's like sweetening up one of their beers, right? Like it's definitely that kind of beer. I, I, I respect the hell out of it. I think it's a good game. And I'm telling you, Hall, I'm going to put you to bed with a couple of these one day. You're I, not going to know what hit you. But see, but here's the thing, right? Like I know we're not friends. Me um, and you? Yeah, but you know, no. I I I, I don't fair, know. There's nobody I like drinking with more uh, than Jesse Ferguson. Well, um, but Je but Je Jesse, it's too easy to drink with Jesse. I like a little challenge. <laughs> you too, and I <laughs> I don't give you an inch. That's um, right. There's no winning with you, sir. There, there's no winning with me. Um, I don't know why you'd want to hurt me this way. <laughs> it's you know, it's sort of like look at him go. <laughs> I've wound them up, and this then it's is what yeah. I do. Um. All right. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, All right. So, no, no, no. I want to ask Derek uh, 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 two more questions about um, where you see yourself or where you would like the brewery. Like, what's the trajectory for the brewery right now? Yeah, I mean, we're we're not thinking about global domination. I mean, I think <laughs> we're. Uh, we're, we're I mean, really if Duval Moore get calls, cool. But like, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I I won't not take that call. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I think I think we're all about like the the experience of, of the place, which which is a, a shameful plug that you guys should include it in your trip up here to Rochester and Buffalo. But nice. you know, the, the the setting, the food, the beer, just like the whole experience. I mean, that that's like the big big focus, getting people who like maybe were into Belgian beer in the past and sort of like lost the faith to get them back into it or introducing like new craft beer drinkers to the style. Cause I think it's super approachable and, you know, it great goes, goes great with food. So we're just kind of like evangelizing this, uh, this idea of like, you know, Belgian beer is like not all weird, funky, sour stuff that's aged in like wooden barrels and things like that. There's some pretty drinkable things. It goes great with food and, uh, you know, get get people excited about it again. Yeah, you give me I, one I, unexpected food pairing. Nice, unexpected food pairing. Hmm, and it can't be cheese. It can't be cheese. House rules: it can't be cheese. Yeah. Ah, uh, so so <laughs> we do we do like a, a monthly beer pairing dinner, um, and usually the chef uh, picks the food and we pick the beer with it. But every now and then we have like a beer release. Okay, you got to pick the food to go with this. Um, and we threw a, a Flanders red at our chef and, and he was really kind of pissed off because <laughs> it's this funky, <laughs> really sour amber beer. And like, you know, what am I going to, what am I going to do with this? Um, he picked, he picked uh, uh, two really rich dishes, like an, um, an English um, uh, pot pie and some frog grass, so like rich, fatty, buttery stuff. And, and then just that, that super tart beer just like cut right through that. So that was like, 
kudos to him. We we, we tried to really stump him, and he uh, he came up with a winner. That's awesome. Love it. I you got me with Fargo. We'll be right there. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I guess we should stitch this up. Kennedy, do we you have should. a letter? He does not. We read all of the letters two episodes ago, so we have a uh, an email address, which is which is how uh, we prefer to get letters, and it's called uh, uh, Steal This Beer Podcast at Gmail dot com. And all questions are are on the table, and you should just thieves, you should just ask like random shit because you never know who we're gonna have on. We really never know who we're gonna have on, um, because Ironheart's canning customer list is yeah. But we just have no idea um, uh, uh, who we're getting, uh, and we're we're obviously fortunate when folks like Derek come on uh, to to talk about uh, the revival of Belgian beer and the redemption hey, of Oma King. But Belgian beer, we all owe you a big. No, oh, you cut out a little bit. So uh, what I'm going to 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 say is that Cass, but, are you here? Uh, yeah. Cass, do your thing. I'm I'm here. I'm going to bang it out real quick while I wrap up. My bang it out on the other line. Um, yeah, steal this beer podcast at gmail.com. Love letters and hate mail. Please send it our way. Steal this beer on all social media platforms at steal this beer, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, if it still exists. Um, and see what we're <laughs> drinking on Untapped. Uh, steal this beer. We got a lot of updating to do over there. Um, Derek, where can they find you guys on the social? Yeah, we're uh, uh at Brewer Den, uh, Facebook and Instagram. Well, you guys are looking enough. for for a lovely trip up to the lakes of of northern New York. You definitely got to go pay Derek a visit, and you can see a nice spread on my Instagram account at I Drink Good Beer. Nice. Hey, Cass, did you nice. hear the part where you're going to ferry a beer from Derek to Hall? Yeah, I'll, I'll work on that next time I'm up there. I'll definitely bring back some goodies for the guys. I'll definitely awesome. Just that probably one be poking beer. up there. And that one and beer. Cass, save the integrity of the greater rochester metro brewing region for Cass, oma gang when we do oh. our rochester road trip um you'll have to align your travels so that uh, we can meet you at the holiday Inn express uh afterwards yes with, for, uh, for a couple whiskey. of lobby beer yeah with pocket, pocket whiskey <laughs> and uh some cans that uh that augie just walked away with from the various breweries that we visit Sometimes and then plus you know that. cinnamon rolls in the morning i i, I won't be told how to live my life john hall we don't even right, need y'all. to leave Geneva. Three arrests, no convictions. <laughs> yeah. All right, y'all, um, get at us. <laughs>